All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. What's happening, people? Jono here from Fitness Education Online. Super excited to get into today's episode. Just before I do, I have a quick announcement, and that's that Filex is fast approaching. Now, if you're based in Australia and New Zealand, you've been in the industry a while, you already probably know what Filex is. Uh, if you're new to the industry, especially if you got qualified the last couple of years during COVID and all that, you may not know what Filex is. Uh, but in a nutshell, it's a live conference. And when I mean live, I mean in-person, face-to-face conference uh, for personal trainers. You go there and there's multiple different streams. You know, this person's talking about nutrition and this person's talking about um, fitness. This person's talking about business, like amazing event for fitness professionals and personal trainers. I recommend everybody attend. Uh, it's held in the this, this time around, it's held in the last weekend of July. So the 30th and 31st of July here in Sydney. I'll put all the details down in the show notes. Also, Filex have been nice enough to give any of our listeners a mean discount. So if you're if you want if you want to attend and you haven't attended yet, go down to the show notes. I'll put a link and coupon code down there and you can attend at a discounted rate. So see you there. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star on the line this week. Now, I know I say that about every guest every week, but this person actually is a rock star. He's told me what he's doing in the online space. He's probably the most successful online personal trainer that I've had on this podcast and, and that I know. He'll tell us the stories and, and what he's doing. But last time I checked, he's up to about $250,000 a year, mainly from, from online coaching. So super excited to have him on. He's a transformation specialist. He's the head of Ironclad Fitness. It's the one and only Mr. Simon Stockton. Simon, how are you? Man, I'm great. Thank you so much. I didn't, I didn't realize that was the most successful one you had on. I That's think huge. so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Especially wow. like... Because it, it gets to the point as well, especially in the online kind of space, a lot of um, trans will start off, you know, training other clients yep. and then they pivot quickly to try to, you know, coaching other coaches how to get online, you know, so they're out of it pretty quickly. I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for people that just are purely training on, um, clients online, I think you're number one. So yeah, cool. That's awesome. Man. That's good to know. Yeah. Like yeah so I'm super excited. So yeah, cool. I'm going to hand it over to you, Simon. I think start where you want to start. I think the best is when you find it kind of first got into the industry. Yep. And I think for the next 35, 45 minutes, just how'd you get from zero to where you're at now? I'll jump in if I've got any questions yeah, or insights, but yeah, I'm going to hand it over to you, man. Thanks, man. Um, you know, super excited to be here, Jono. Thanks for having me on. I, you know, um, <clears throat> it started, uh, man, a, about 10 years ago, I left the, left the military. I was in the British forces for like 14 years. Um, and I, I left that and I didn't really know what to do when I left the military, you know, and just like, like most soldiers, we kind of go into personal training because, you know, we're so fit and we just know fitness and a lot of us kind of go in there. Um, I didn't really think much of it. You know, I just kind of wanted to be in the fitness industry. Didn't know where in the fitness industry I wanted to be. I just loved the gym, bro. So I moved from the UK to Australia. I had, um, I was on like terminal leave from the, from the army. So I had like, 
six weeks when I was like in Australia to my last paycheck, you know, so I was in a really good position. Um, I had, I had three job interviews at three different gyms and I got offered the job on the, on the day for all three different gyms. I was like, I was like, man, like, so I kind of really had the pick of the bunch, you know what I mean? And um, the, the place I took, they set me up like they thought they were getting one up on me, but I kind of felt like I was getting one up on them because they said like, you've never been a personal trainer before. And this is like 10 years ago. You've never been a personal trainer before. So what we're going to do is it's middle of November. Now you can PT people in our gym without paying any rent, but you're not allowed to charge for your service until the 1st of January. So I had like six weeks where I was like kind of work experience thing. And it worked out really well for me because, I mean, I was still getting paid by the British Army, so I didn't care, right? And by the time it's like the 1st of January rolled around, like I'd received my last paycheck from the British Army and I had, I was doing 30 sessions, you know, every week for free for like, you know, six weeks. And at the 1st of January popped around, I had 30 paid sessions straight away. Yeah, you know, wow. so I was, I was really lucky in that sense where I had, the availability to have, you know, a paycheck coming in uh, because I was on like kind of resettlement leave, which I think is, it's similar to that stuff you have here in Australia, you know, like where you've worked somewhere for 10 years and you get that kind of big block leave gotcha. thing. Yep. Yeah. Like long service kind of thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> man, it started there. Hey, and I always wanted to be an online trainer, you know, but like 10 years ago, there wasn't a mm. lot of space. I mean, every PT you see, you go into the gym now and you see people everywhere using that app Trainerize, mm. you know, people training with it. Every PT is using that now. It's fantastic. Mm. Nobody used that. It wasn't even around mm. like 10 years ago, you know? Mm. And um, I think like the only kind of like here in the Southern Hemisphere, like the only big online kind of personal trainer, if you can go there, was like um, Joseph Rakish over in New mm. Zealand. You know, that was it, yep. you know? And um, so there wasn't really anything in the way of like, you know, people like yourself educating people on how to do this. There was none of that. There was, you know, business coaches out there, but nobody knew how to do online coaching. So, bro, I made all the mistakes. Man. <laughs> share, share, share some of them. They're bro, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, I made all the mistakes. Like, I think some of the biggest mistakes I made was like, I mean, we've all made marketing mistakes, right? But like, they're, they're easy to make, but like underselling myself and selling mm -hmm. like, I mean, I'd sell like, I thought like, cool, this is it. I'm going to make this 12 week package and I'm going to sell it for like 50 bucks for like 12 weeks, you know? And, um, and that, that'll be great. People are going to buy that. They're going to lap it up. It's only 50 bucks. Who's not going to buy that, right? And um, I made like, dude, I made like one sale on that thing, you know? And it was, it was somebody that I'd known since we were like 10 years old as well that bought it, you know? So it was like, yeah. Um, but I started running like a hybrid model of, of PT where I was doing face-to-face -face stuff, you know, and online. Cause I quickly got so booked out with face-to-face -face sessions that I couldn't really coach anyone. Mm -hmm. And, and I started like writing programs for people in a word document and giving it to them, you know, and I had no way of you know, controlling that. I'd be like, yeah, cool. I'll coach you online. Um, you know, you just, you know, they were trading in the gym. I was working in anyway, but I couldn't fit them in for a PT session. I was like, we'll do online coaching. I don't really know what it is, but Hey, mm -hmm. and then um, I'd write them a training program on like an A4 sheet of paper. Like I do for all my clients or an Excel spreadsheet and print it out and give it to them. And they'd pay me for like one week and then they wouldn't pay me again because mm. they had their training program. Right. You know, and, and that was kind of it. And that's kind of like where it went for a while until, I kind of found Facebook marketing and then I started like throwing money at Facebook marketing. And <clears throat> again, like 
I thought like, oh, I'm going to just put this, I'm going to put this advert up. I'm going to copy like Joseph Rikisha's Facebook ad. And I'm just going <laughs> to like word for word, you know, like just my picture to his text. <laughs> and, and like, uh, and, and of course, like it got me nowhere, you know, cause I just, yeah. I mean, I had like, like 200 followers or something like that. And nobody knew who Ironclad Fitness was back then. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and I, like, I was throwing money at this Facebook ad, bro. And I got absolutely nothing from it. And I was like, it's like, this is garbage. Like Facebook ads don't work. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, I kind of stayed at that gym, man, for about 12 months until I moved to another gym. Um, and, and I just kept kind of banging my head against a brick wall constantly with this online coaching thing. And I was like, how can I do this, man? Like, I need a better way of, of, of figuring this out, you know? Um, <clears throat> And that's when I came across Trainerize. I had these two clients that had never been to the gym before and they didn't know how to do anything, you know? And I was like, Trainerize gave me like a free trial for like one person. I think they still do that now, like a free trial for like, you can have one client and try it for free for like 30 days sort of thing. So I downloaded it and I gave it to these, these two guys that trained together. And I said, let me know what you think. You know, tell me if it's any good, because if it's good, I'll use it. Right. Mm. And, and they loved it, bro. They were like, this is amazing. You know, so I, I bought it and started using it with everybody, you know, and then I, I quickly realized that what I was doing previously with, you know, like emailing someone a training plan or like giving them a link to a Google Drive or something like that, you know, or even just printing it out and giving it to them. Like I had no way of controlling that mm. you know? and I didn't have, I'm. I'm doing this work for people and they're quitting after a week because they've got what they need, but they're not, there's no way for me to kind of like control. I can't go up to them in the gym and they're like, like, Hey, Jono, like, remember that training program I gave you last week that you said you'd pay me for 12 weeks for, and you stopped paying. Can I have it back now? Mm. You know, like I couldn't mm. do that. Mm. And uh, so <clears throat> I started using Trainerize and when people stopped paying me, I just turned their app off. Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Mm. Um, but it was still like the whole marketing thing man was just I didn't really understand you know I was like how do I get this how do I reach people that I don't know Mm. you know like that don't know me and how do I how do I do that so you know, I started posting more on social media and stuff like that. And I was looking at some of like the big influencers and just kind of like copying what they do, you know, kind of like the whole thing. When you start the gym, you go into the gym and you just copy the biggest guy, Mm. you know, and it was the same sort of thing. I was just seeing all these people that had like tons of followers and I was like, I'll just do what they do. And of course it works for them, but it doesn't work for you. Right. Mm. You know? And, um, So, man, I did that for, man, probably like six, six or 12 months, just, you know, banging my head against a wall with that. I'd been in the industry then by that stage about three years, I think, you know. And um, um, again, like I had some really 
good transformations with some clients. I started coaching like natural bodybuilders. I had some really cool transformations with some guys, you know, that, that won their shows and stuff like that. And that kind of like, I used that because mm-hmm. it really stood out and I used that to post that out a bit. And I got, I got a few bites and stuff like that from there, but of course not everyone wants to be a bodybuilder. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I started, I moved from that gym. I started working at this other gym and it was like a diehard bodybuilder gym, this, this one, you know, and I thought this will be the one, right? Because this gym is like huge, you know, like, um, um, can I, can I mention the, the gym? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah. It was, it was a world gym, right? It oh, was yeah. a world gym on the North side. It was like, you know, um, it was the first world gym on the North side of Brisbane as well. So it was like the, the biggest thing we'd ever seen on the, on the North side of the river. And I was like, this is going to be huge. And all my clients, they were like, it's going to be huge for you, man. You're going to blow up. So I went there and I was like, this is going to be fantastic. And like, I expected everything to just kind of happen, mm. you know, like, but of course I quickly learned that like, you know, it, you know, it's not going to work if you don't, if you don't work, you know, I expected that oh, like, you know, I'll just tag world gym in my post and people be like oh man he knows his shit because he's at world gym like you know i was like he must be the best guy because he's and that again like again man just went absolutely nowhere and then i kind of stayed there for a few more years by this stage i've been in the industry like five or six years and i'm still bro just banging my head against a wall i've got like 10 online clients by this stage and um i I was doing like 30 or 40 you know um face-to-face sessions a week right but they were spread out throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I had like a light bulb moment, man. I was like, man, I'm not, I'm, I can't get any more sessions. I tried, I tried desperately. I have no idea why to reach 50 sessions a week. It was like a number I set myself. I got 48, you know, and that was like the most I ever did. And, um, <clears throat> and I, I realized like, I have no time mm-hmm. for my online clients. You know, mm-hmm. I have no time to market. I have no time to talk to people. And then I was speaking to a guy, his name's, um, his name's Brad Shepard. I was chatting to him and he was like, bro, you're, you're, you're trading time for money and you're getting nowhere, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I didn't really know what he meant because before this, I'd, I'd been a soldier, you know? And it's like, you don't get hourly rate as a soldier. You're just like, here's your uniform. We'll pay you every month and you'll be working for us 24 seven, mm-hmm. you know? So like, that's kind of the life I knew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just constantly trading time for money over and over and over again. And I was starting at like five in the morning to like seven at night with like a massive break in the middle, you know, typical PT kind of thing. And I was like, I said to, I thought if I can maximize my time, if I can get all my clients together and bunch them up, Mm. right. You know, and, and then I can maximize my time and I can use the time I have in the afternoon, in the evening, more productively to do something like creating content and making videos and educational content and stuff like that, Mm. maybe that would work better. So I approached all my clients and I said to them, I was like, I'm not going to be available after 12 o'clock. If you want to continue PT, we have to do it in the morning. Um, And really fortunate, every single one of them transferred from the, like, you know, the afternoon to the morning. So I was like fully booked out from like 5 a.m. to like half past 11. Mm. Then I'd train and I'd go home um, and I sat in front of the computer and I signed up for this click funnels course, right? And, um, and a sales course. And I started learning about um, how to actually engage my audience properly and how to stop them scrolling. And I feel like this is something that a lot of people don't even realize they do, you know? And, and it's apparent as when I was a, a PT manager in a, in a really big gym just outside uh, Brisbane City District, 
and I'm talking like 25 trainers, 5,000 members kind of gym, um, I was watching some of the trainers and they'd scroll their Instagram constantly and they'd just be, and they'd stop and double tap something and then keep scrolling, right? And I said to one of them, I was like, I was like, why did you double tap on that post? And they were like, like, oh, I just like the picture, you know? And then I said to them a few days later, I was, remember that picture you double tapped on? Did you ever see it again? And they were like, no, but I started seeing more stuff from that person. So that was kind of like a real you know, thing. I was like, well, if I can stop people from scrolling and they can like double tap on my Instagram post because something's really engaging, then the algorithm is going to show them more of my stuff. You know, so I looked into like, you know, like what kind of colors strike people's brain and, um, you know, like how to engage people, what sort of text and all that kind of stuff to, um, you know, like really capture people. And then I started running Facebook ads again. Right. And, and this is this is like um, 2000 and it was before COVID, man. It was like 2000. What are we in now? 2020, 2022. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it was like 2000. 17 i think yeah 2017 and um and i started running facebook ads again right and i was like i ran this ad and it stopped the scroll and you know i had this whole kind of script that i wrote up and i really got um I, i wanted to try and stop their their initial scroll and i wanted to have like um and people do this now like i just see influencers doing this now like they have like something that stops them and then they have like a really engaging headline and then they've got like a body of text, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, so that's what I started doing. And it got really, really good um, traction, man. I think in, in one week, I spent like $700, you know, in marketing on one week. And I made a return of over five grand. No. I was like, oh, dude, I was like, and it was all through a click funnels thing, you know? It was all yeah. like, it was the advert was, you know, like you had a picture of me in the gym and I was just holding some dumbbells, you know? And, and it was a super simple, it had like a little stop icon, you know, the emoji, the stop yep, icon. Yep, yep. And it was like attention men in like bold letters. And, um, and I mean, people do it now still, you know, mm. and it was like, uh, you know, like, are you feeling like this? Are you feeling like X, Y, Z? And it got, it got my audience really thinking like, man, this, this guy's talking to me, mm. you know, cause I, I really narrowed down the sort of person that I wanted to work with. I was like, I want to work with the guy between this age um, you know, he kind of has this much income. He's struggling with this. You know, he's tried this. He's done that. And I was like, that's the type of guy I want to work with. So I wrote that advert directly at that man. I was like, mm. attention men between 25 and 35. Are you feeling like, you know, X, Y, Z? And of course, back then, you know, like you could pretty much do anything on Facebook marketing apart from say the word fat or yeah. overweight, you know? And um, and it worked really well. And the whole kind of click funnels process was it was almost like a long winded process. And I, you know, and, and I was like asking the person questions, you know, but it was all automated to, to be like, congratulations, you've qualified for my program, you know, but it was like, mm. unless you answered, no, I'm not this person, you were going to qualify for the program anyway, you know? So it got people thinking that, you know, that they, they'd qualified for something and they booked in a phone call with me. And, you know, I had a sales script that I'd wrote up and all that. And, uh, and then <clears throat> I, I was just selling people, you know, over the phone, but my first ever sales call was like, bro, like I'd never made a sales call before. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, in my yeah. whole life. Um, and my first ever one, I'm chatting to this guy and 
you know, I'm asking him and I said to him, I was like, dude, you know, like, look, I'm going to ask you some questions, man. They're going to be really personal. Um, you know, are you okay with that? It might bring up some demons and that, but we really need to get to the bottom of this. And he was like, yeah, dude, that's fine. Whatever. So I was asking him questions and he, he was so open with me, dude. And I was mm. like, I didn't know how to take this. Cause you know, I mean, like I'm still, even now, like, you know, post-military, I'm still so much of a soldier in my head, you know, and, mm. and our, our sense of humor is so much different to a civilians, you know, and this guy opened up to me and he told me about his drug addiction and all that kind of stuff. And just out of my mouth, I don't even know why I called him a smackhead, right? Like <laughs> I came out of my mouth, you know, and I didn't even mean to, do you know what I mean? But it was like in the military, it's just like something that would have just come out yeah. like that. And we would have laughed about it, you know, and the guy hung up on me straight away, as you can oh, imagine. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and, you know, like I made a couple more sales calls after that and, obviously got better and better and learned what to say and learned how to read people and stuff like that. And then that's when, you know, like I made that kind of like over five grand return of investment on the $700 of, of ad spend um, mm. on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> from there, like, dude, I noticed like a massive change, man. And you might've noticed this as well, like in, you know, in your businesses and stuff like that is like, like a huge change in Facebook marketing and oh, yeah. the way that people interacted. And because this was the first success I'd ever had with Facebook marketing, mm. I didn't know, you know, and I'd never marketed anything before. I didn't see how like marketing kind of dries up and marketing changes and stuff like that. And it's why there's always, it's why we don't have the same advert for a Big Mac that we had yeah. in like the eighties, you know, cause like people dumb down to that. Yeah. And, and like, they see the same thing and they're just like, oh no, that's just an advert. I'm not going to buy that. You know, it's like, I'm bored of that kind of thing, you know? And, and I kept trying to target these same people with the same advert. And I didn't realize that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't working. And I didn't understand the importance, dude. I didn't understand the importance of looking at my Facebook analytics mm -hmm. and looking at my ClickFunnels analytics and seeing where people dropped off my advert you know i didn't i didn't get that and it's so important and people they kind of just throw money at facebook marketing and think this is going to work but they don't spend the time to understand like what does this metric in facebook ads mean like in business manager or meta business as it is now what does this metric mean and in click funnels like why is somebody clicking on my page but they're not converting what what's wrong like they don't spend the time to to think about that. And that's like, you know, something that I didn't, didn't spend the time, like, <clears throat> you know, thinking about. And um, I kind of realized, dude, that people were getting dumbed down to the idea of like the long winded sales process of the online personal trainer, you yep. know, like, um, and there was a few guys I was following and they were like run webinars, you know, like stuff like that, run a webinar and all this, like, you know, give them like your four pillars to success. And, you know, you must've heard of that and all that kind of stuff. So I tried that, and, but the audience I was targeting, dude, they, they were guys between the ages of 25 and 35 and they just wanted to gain muscle and lose fat. You know? mm. and i was finding that i wasn't again i wasn't getting any success with that you know whatsoever and, and i was stuck at like 30 online clients you know and that was kind of like where i'd been for for so long i had like 30 face-to-face -face sessions had 30 online clients and i dude i just couldn't get past that and no matter what i did with my facebook marketing i couldn't you know breach that do you know what i mean and i was like <clears throat> 
I didn't know, honestly, man, I didn't know where to go, you know, and I just, I just stopped. Like I just stopped to the online stuff. You know, I just had the clients that I had and I was like, I was like, you know, like this is, I'm, I'm never going to reach this. You know, I had visions of driving like a green Lamborghini, like Joseph Rakish does and, and all that. Do you know what I mean? Like I spoke to him the other week, actually. And I was like, bro, I'm going to drive your Lambo one day. He's like, dude, you're going to have your own, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I was, I was like, man, I just was like, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? How am I going to reach this? How am I going to reach these people? And I had a, I had, um, this almost like epiphany, you know, like, COVID lockdown happened. I was like, I had, I had like 3000 friends or something on my Facebook friends list, you know, COVID lockdown happened. And I was like, I was like, I'm sick of Facebook marketing, you know, like it, it's not getting me anywhere. I'm throwing money and I didn't understand it. Right. Um, so I, I stopped doing it. I'd had 3000 friends on my Facebook list. My partner, you know, she had like a ton of friends on hers as well. And I was like, let's just start posting like mm -hmm. to our Facebook friends, yep. you know, to, to that. And I was speaking to this guy in Scotland and um, he's ex, ex British army as well. He's ex PTI in the British army. We got on really well. And he was like, he goes, post engaging stuff, you know, ask questions, get people to comment on your posts and, mm -hmm. Um, you know, they'll same as like on Instagram, people, you know, stopping the scroll and double tapping, they're going to see more of your stuff. You know, I was like, all right, cool. I'll do that. But what I'm going to do on top of that is I'm going to join all these fitness groups, you know, and I'm going to add everyone as a friend at the same yep. time. So I get more friends. Right. And I joined, like I joined Joseph Rikisha's fitness group and I joined all these other online coaches. I joined their fitness groups and I started adding their, their, their clients as friends. Right. Or their, their leads, I guess, as, as friends, you know, and, um, and I started posting questions and posts and stuff, but I had like a really meticulous way that I would do it. I was like, and, and I think it came from the fact of being ex-military where I was like, I have to do things in a certain order. And it drives my wife insane because I'm so logical and she's not, you know, and I'm like, like no, it has to be this way. I mean, this order and like this, it has to be, it has to be, it has to be, or I just cannot deal with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, <clears throat> I'd, I'd create like a really engaging post, you know, like something ridiculous, like, who likes pineapple on pizza? You know, it's like the most engaging question. Yeah. And, you know, I'd have like a hundred responses or something like that. Right. And then all those people I'd respond to them, you know, like I'd yeah. like their comment and I'd respond to them and ask them another question in the comment yeah. section because then they'd engage with me and then their friends would see that they've engaged with me yeah. and then their friends would like my post and comment on my post and that. And then the next day, I'd say something fitness related. Like I just give out a free tip, like fitness related mm -hmm. tip. And the same people that commented on my like pineapple post or yeah. you know, my, my story post, I'd call it about something yep. about me, you know, um, they would, they would then comment on my like free tip fitness related post, you know, like, Hey, do this. If you want better um, abs, do this. If you want bigger shoulders or, or something like that. And then the following day I'd post like a freebie. You know, like, like, Hey, who wants my five tips for fat loss? Who wants my, you know, my 10 best exercises for growing big legs and all this kind of stuff, you know, like that sort of shit. And, um, people started asking me, you know, for my help. And I was like, this is way easier than mm. marketing. This is so much easier than, and I'm getting leads in and they, because they know me and they trust me already because they're on my friends list they're warm you know yeah. 
And, and it's like, people forget with sales, like in order for someone to buy, especially in today's society, where with Facebook marketing, it's like every like four or five posts is an advert. It's like mm-hmm. just adverts just thrown down people's neck and they dumb down to it, you know, and people hate it but they still love to buy, right? Mm. But they're only going to buy off someone that they know, like, and trust, you know? And and all these people on my friends list, I mean, they liked me because they're on my friends list, right? Mm. Or, may, you know, maybe they did. Mm. Um, but they knew me and they trusted me, yeah. you know? And, and and I was realizing that these people were were buying off me. And it, I, I barely had to try to get these people to buy because I'd been posting so much stuff over the last years about fitness and all this is like, you know, they just believe me that, you know, I could do it. Um, and honestly, dude, that's when it really kind of picked up when I started doing more organic stuff over the paid stuff because I, mm. I realized that people, they really need to know you, especially in today's fitness industry. They really need to know who you are and like you and trust mm. you before they'll give you your credit card details because, you know, like, there's so much out there at the moment with like, you know, fitness, buy this program, do this, do this shake diet and all this kind of stuff, you know, like buy my magic pill. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, there's so much out there that people are like, how do I know I'm going to actually get any results? You know, like, but you know, if they trust you and they've seen all your transformations and stuff like that, then, you know, they know that, that they're going to get results. And, you know, I still, same thing, man. I had my sales calls booked in. I had my, my sales script and all that. And, you know, I'd stick to the sales script because every time I went off sales script, I wouldn't yeah. make the sale. You yeah. know, every time I would, I would, I would not open the sales script in my Google drive or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, I can do this, man. I've got this. I've made like, I've made like 15 sales this week already, man. I can do this. It's easy. And every time I didn't open it, like I wouldn't make the sale though. And I don't know yeah. what it was like a mental thing, or maybe I wouldn't say the right the right question or whatever so then every time you know like sales call like you know and then i started doing them on zoom as well like this you know so mm-hmm. i was like i was like how can i be more engaging with the person how can i get to to the level where they can even trust me even more because i'm such a you know I'm, I'm such a you know like with my hands when i'm talking i just love being like you know and I'd be on the call with people and I'd be like using this and I'd be like coming in close to the camera and I'd be really engaging with them as much as I could. And exactly the same way I would if I was in the gym with a face-to-face client, you know? Mm. And, um, and that's where it all started. But at the same time I was doing that, but I didn't have a good process in place to service my clients. So they would, mm. they would come on and, and they would last a few weeks and then they would kind of drop off, you know? So I was like learning you know, bit by bit over the last 10 years. And I know, I know a few online trainers, man, that, uh, you know, they, they learned all this, everything I learned in the last 10 years, they learned in like six months from, <laughs> you know, from people, you know, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, but I was like, all right, cool. Now I'm getting all these leads, right? How can I keep them? How can I get all these clients? How can I keep them? You know? And that's when I started, um, I started a Facebook group. You know, I was like, I, I had a Facebook group, but I just never used it. I put all my private clients in. It was part of my sales pitch that I've got a private Facebook group for you guys, but I never used it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, so I started using my Facebook group more and I started engaging with my clients more. Um, and then I got to the point where my, my, my online business was now at six figures, you know, like my online clients was now a hundred thousand dollars. Um, and my face to face clients, and as I was the PT manager at this, this, uh, gym near Brisbane city, um, 
I, I was doing like, you know, maybe like forty, fifty thousand dollars a year in clients there. And I was mm. like, I was like, I couldn't grow anymore online and yep. I wanted to um, with the face-to-face sessions. So I made the choice to to leave that, mm. you know, leave that um, behind and then go full time into face-to-face. And that was 18 months ago, you know, oh, wow. that I did that. 18 months ago, I went full time face, uh, full time online. Um, and then um, I employed my partner. She was a high school teacher, English teacher at a high school. And um, I employed her as well, um, did her because I was teaching Cert 3 and 4 in fitness as well. So I got her through her Cert 3 and 4, you know, gave her a job and um, started marketing her as well. And then that's when we grew in the last kind of like 18 months is when we grew from, you know, the 100,000 to to over 200,000, you know, a year. And and um, I mean, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where we are now. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Wow. Okay. Amazing story. Super inspirational. Uh, I had a whole heap of questions, but you've knocked over like heaps of them as, as we're going through. Um, <laughs> All right. I'm so, sure you have more though, dude. <laughs> well, I'll summarize a couple really good things I, I've heard there and then I'll ask some, some questions there. Um, the, the, the major thing I see there is just like your drive and never giving up. It's kind of like, I feel, especially in today's generation, it's like, ah, I'll try it for a couple of weeks and it didn't work. So, you know, I'll give up on it. That's my first question. What's what's kind of the drive there? How have you just been for 10 years, just been like, all right, didn't work, I'm trying again. Didn't work, I'm trying again. Didn't work, I'm trying again. Yeah. And like like in anything, you try enough times, you're going to, um, you're going to succeed, but it's hard trying Apart all those from times. entering the lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the drive, man? How, how'd you do it? Oh, bro, like, um, again, I honestly just think it comes from my upbringing and being ex-military for mm. for so many years you know um it's just the one of those things right like, the yeah dude. from the military yeah and i mean about seven or eight years ago you may have you may remember it there was like a huge thing about in the fitness industry especially here in australia it was like become a personal trainer earn over a hundred thousand mm. dollars a year it was like a huge marketing campaign all over the radio and yep. there were a few rtos that were that were doing that and um, the industry got inundated with yep. with personal trainers, but and they weren't the best trainers. The RTO was like just churning people out, you know. And I think it's one of the best things that happened, you know, for the fitness industry, but for other personal trainers, like the good trainers that we really wanted to succeed as well. Because what we saw is we saw people come into the industry with poor work ethic, you know, that they they thought that because of the marketing, and this is how powerful marketing is, because of the marketing, that they could step into the industry and earn $100,000 in like two months, you know? Um, and and that, I mean, it was good for the good trainers because the public saw that the, you know, the bad trainers weren't lasting, um, you know, and, and people probably hate me for saying that, but, you know, it, and it's true and they didn't last and they, or they, they, or they went to a bad trainers. trainer, a client went to a bad trainer, gave up, went to a Simon and he's like, Oh my God, it makes you look better. Cause it's no, like, 
you 100%. know, the, and it the wasn't because was so I low. Yeah, dude, it wasn't because I knew more. It wasn't because yeah. I could teach a bicep curl better or anything like that. You know, it's because it's because I gave a shit because I cared, you know, um, and I actually cared about what my clients were doing and the kind of results they were getting. And and I was so scared of of failing, you know, my client that I would I would just work. And that's when you say, like, how did you, you know, every time you bang in your head against a wall, why did you come back? You know, like, did you not just break your head open and give up? It's like, you know, all I know how to do is like be a mercenary, you know, cause like, you know, like who's, who's going to employ a soldier to like write computer programs. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? So like I can be a fitness coach, bro, or I can be a mercenary and like, I don't want to be a mercenary. So <laughs> like my choice in life is like, I will succeed at this being a fitness coach you know, or like, what, what the hell else am I going to do? Honestly, bro, I didn't have a choice, but to just keep going and persevere until I achieved what I wanted to achieve. That reminds me of a, a Will Smith quote. I'm not sure if you heard this one. This was Will Smith before he got hated for, you know, the Oscars or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but it was essentially because he's known as a very hard worker in the mm. industry. And someone essentially asked him the same question, you know, how, how do you work so hard or why are you successful or whatever? And he's like this, he's like, look, I'm no different to anyone else. You know, I'm not naturally gifted or whatever. Here's the difference I got between me and the next person. You get me on the treadmill and you get someone else on the treadmill and you say, all right, who's going to last longer? One of two things is going to happen. I'm going to win or I'm going to die. They're the only two options I've got. And, and when, he, when he broke it down like that, I'm like, okay, you know, that's why he's so successful. It's like, I've got this outcome and I'm just going to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Yeah. So love that. Um, so one of the questions I was going to ask was around marketing. You've covered that uh, in a few different ways. You started with Facebook ads, you now do organic. What I think is important there is like the actual marketing or even like the lead gen side of things. So a lot of trainers listening to this, they'll, they'll focus a bit more on the sales side of things. They might be like, right, I've got a couple hundred or a couple thousand people on my, my Facebook profile. So I'm just going to keep posting on there. And that's great. You know, that's going to help with the sales side of things. But if you're not doing anything to grow that, sooner or later, you're going to hit the same people again and again and again. And not even just Facebook, whatever platform it is, if you're not doing something to grow it, um, you're just hitting the same people again and again. So I think listening to this, a takeaway from Simon is, right, he's not just posting on his, his um, personal Facebook profile. He's also doing things to actually get more people on there so more people are, are seeing it there. Yeah. Um, you need to cleanse as well, man. Like people mm. got to do this. It's like, you know, I could, and I'm, I'm going to do this this week. I need to cleanse my, my social media account. And mm. um, I have people on my social media account, obviously like you meet people throughout your life and they'll stay with you forever and mm. I'll never delete those people. But, you know, if I add you on Facebook um, from a Facebook group and, and I market towards you and, and you like, say you engage with my shit for like a few months, but you never buy, you know, or like you don't engage with my stuff at all, you mm. know, or I never speak to you um, because you just don't engage. Like, you know, I'm going to delete you, mm. you know, because you can only have a certain amount of Facebook friends. Yeah. Facebook limits you. And, and yeah, dude. And people don't cleanse their Facebook accounts. They, there's people are too scared of being like, oh, but if I delete that person or if I unfollow that person, I'll upset them. I'll hurt their feelings. You know, it's like, like, no, like, are you there to make friends or are you there mm-hmm. to build a business so you can live the life you want to live? You know, it's like, like, if you don't engage with me, if you're not, if you're on my friends list and you're not doing anything like, and, and there's no benefit to me for you being there, like no hard feelings, bro, but I'm going to delete you. I'm going to delete you to add space for someone else. 
100%. And I'll even go back a step then as well. There may even be some trainers listening to this and being like, oh, hold on, i got to use my, my personal profile. Like, do I really? There's, there's two things to that. It's kind of like, all right, um, oh, I don't want to use my personal Facebook profile because it's just my friends and family on there and none of them are going to buy or they're not my ideal client or whatever. Okay, great. The answer to that is do what Simon did. Okay, start to get your ideal people on there, you know, optimize your profile, add some friends on there, yada, yada, yada. The other side might be like, oh, I don't know if I want to use my, my personal profile for that. Now, that's a tricky one because it's like you've got two options. You can either pay Facebook for advertising and we, me and Simon have both experienced the ups and downs of that. It may work. You know, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I still use Facebook advertising today and it still works, not as easy as what it used to be, but I can still generate a profit from it. Um, but that's, but it's, it's harder and you're at the mercy and your ad account gets banned and you can't say this and you can go down that pathway if you want, but you're going to, um, you're going to spend thousands of dollars learning and trial and error and maybe you make it back, maybe you don't, or you can use your personal Facebook profile. They're the two options. There's no kind of other option there. I think that's important to know. Um, the sales process you covered as well. There's a few things, but essentially you've got a strategy that you're posting there. And it's not always just buy my stuff. It's not always just, you know, free info. There's a whole strategy going on. The, the ideal outcome is to get that person onto a sales call and then you sell via the sales call. I think that's important to note as well. Because I think there's a lot of um, thinking online about how it's automated. Oh, someone's going to go to my website and buy, or someone's going to enter their details here and they get a chain of emails and they buy. And like, I mean, depending on the thing, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But for most people, especially if you're selling some, how much is your program? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, we don't have like a um, upfront payment with okay. our program. Like I tried that, you know, I didn't like it to be honest with you mm. um, because it meant that if, you know, if I didn't make, if I was only making that, you know, then if I didn't make a sale for whatever reason, you know, like I didn't get any pay that week. Mm. Um, so we do, we do a subscription base yep. um, and I'm a massive advocate and I have coached PTs in like, you know, online business building and stuff like that in the past. And I've mm. encouraged them to make a more like a subscription based, you know, training program mm. instead of like a full upfront sale. And I know that, you know, some people are like, no big ticket, big ticket, big ticket, but you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm personally not a fan of that. Um, mm. So recharge, uh, we've got clients at the moment, like long-term clients, like one of the guys that, you know, remember back when I was saying about that, that massive return of investment that I had from 2017, um, I've still got two clients from that ad spend now. Wow. Um, That's they're, crazy. They're so it's even more, it's even more than 5,000 return, right? Because yeah, you've got 5,000 front end and they're still yeah, yeah. Years later. yeah. No, absolutely. Wow. Okay. So, um, so I've still got two clients from that. And then um, I've increased their price, obviously, you know, since then, I think back then I was charging like $55 a week or something like that. And I've increased them a little bit. Those two guys are paying like 70 bucks a week, you know, at the moment for their coaching is way cheap, man, super, super cheap. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, at the moment we've, me and my wife, we have clients going all the way up to $120 a week for gotcha. their, for their training and nutrition. Awesome. And is that, is there minimum term on that or how does that kind of work? We have a 12 week minimum term. Yeah. They all sign a contract with us 12 week minimum term. Um, and we have a cancellation policy in there. It's kind of like, if you, um, if you want to like quit, I guess, um, before the 12 weeks is up, you have to either pay like, um, you know, like the remainder. Yep. And this is how it's worded. It's like you pay the remainder or six weeks, whatever is more. 
Yeah, gotcha. You know, yeah. So if they're at like the eight week point and they're like, no, nah, I want to quit. Well, you know, like the six that's weeks right. is that, that's in the contract. The six weeks oh, is more okay. and you, that's what you pay, you know, yep. because yeah. And then after the 12 weeks, we have a two week cancellation policy. Um, and, and we enforce that, you know, mm. um, and, but when I say we enforce it, it's not like, you know, we're stood there with like a gun to someone's head. <laughs> mm. um, you know, like people go like, hey, you know, like we don't get a lot of people that want to quit within the first 12 weeks, you know, because we really do provide a top level service. But when people, you know, like they've learned everything they need to learn or they just, you know, they, they move house, they move job, whatever, they can't afford it anymore. Um, and they're like, hey, you know, I want to leave. Cool. Two weeks cancellation. And they all know that. They're like, yeah, cool. No problems. You know, yeah, we, we rarely get someone that is like, you know, like, no, I'm not paying this. You can't make me, you know, mm. like it's, you hear horror stories of that and, and do like, you know, with the many clients we've got, we've got a lot of clients who've obviously had that, you know, like you can't mm. get away from it, but it's not like, you know, we don't have like, like eight out of every 10 clients like that. We may have like one out of every like fast. 25 to 30 clients that's, that's really, you know, like, no, I'm not paying. No, you can't make me, you know, we don't get that. Mm. Awesome. All right. Um, final question around this, the, your, uh, the online side of things, the actual delivery, Simon, let's say I sign up. I'm like, right, Simon, he's, you know, my 120 bucks a week for, for 12 weeks. What do I kind of get? Yeah. So um, that's good, man. I love that question. I saw someone and we were talking about this in your Facebook group um, the other day. Someone was like, Hey, I've got this person. They, they asked exactly the same questions. Like, this person is ready to buy from me. They want a training program, um, but they're not coming in for PT sessions. How much do I charge? And mm -hmm. there were so many answers on there. You know, like, I think someone said like, just charge them 120 bucks for like the 12 weeks, you know? And that was like, I mean, that's a mistake I made right back mm -hmm. at the start. Um, and, and I was like, I said, like, that's not online coaching, you know, like you're, you're going to coach this person online. You need to provide them a service. You need to be there mm. for them. So what we do, man, is obviously, you know, I've mentioned it before, I'm a massive advocate of the Trainerize app. It's so mm. good. I've used all the others, man. I've used yep. like, you know, um, you know, PT distinction and all that kind yeah. of stuff. True coach. Like they're great, you know, mm. they're absolutely fantastic. But for ease of use for the client, not mm. the trainer, because remember, like when you're, when you're, bringing something into your business for the client to use, you know, you want it easy for you to use for the, you know, to program for the client. But the, the biggest thing is like, how easy is it for the customer? To yeah. Use, yeah. You know? And, and some of the others, they're just not as easy to use as trainerize and trainerize is so, so easy and straightforward. Um, so we use that and everyone gets their training program delivered in there. And I went, what I did is I went into the gym and I recorded every exercise that I was ever going to give my client, yes. I, I paid a videographer to come into the gym and record the exercises with me. And, and I just did them exactly the same way that the cheesy American guy does in training eyes, <laughs> you know, like 60 seconds. And I was like, like barbell squat to do this exercise, you know, and like I go through the exercise and the key, key teaching points and stuff like that. So it adds a little bit of personal ability yeah. to the training program. Um, so we give that, man. Um, I'm a registered nutritionist as well. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm totally okay to give out um, macros and, and full tailored meal plans and stuff like that. So I find out if the client wants a tailored meal plan, if they do, um, I'll give them that, but I'll encourage them to, you know, track calories and macros. And we've got a whole... Uh, PDF document and video series that we give to our client as well that teaches them things like how to use my fitness pal what is uh, what is a calorie what is proteins what is carbohydrates what is fats you know so we and we teach them through this automated video series and PDF document how to actually flexible diet 
Um, because the last thing people want is to have choice taken away from them, made to eat chicken and rice every day for the rest of their life. Um, and we have that Facebook group as well that I mentioned. And, you know, me and my wife are really active in there. We jump on there in um, live Facebook videos, um, you know, frequently to talk to our clients and just share tips and stuff like that. Um, but one of the things that we do that I've noticed that a lot of other coaches don't do is the, the weekly check-in. And um, what I've noticed is a lot of other coaches, and I know a lot of coaches in the online space, and they offer a fortnightly check-in. Um, and, you know, there's nothing against that. We offer the fortnightly check-in at a slightly cheaper rate as well. Um, but our premium level is a, a weekly check-in. And a lot of other coaches, their premium level service is a fortnightly check-in. Mm-hmm. Um, and our weekly check-in is not a telephone call. You know, it's not a, it, it's not just to answer these questions kind of thing. It's a, it's a video call. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we take the time out of the day to make sure we sit down with our clients and, and have the video conversation with them. Some of them would rather the phone call. And that's fine. And we'll phone them up. But um, the way that we do that, man, is um, uh, automated text gets sent out to the clients on Friday. Uh, today's your check-in day. And I do this for Friday. My wife does it on a different day because I prefer to do all my check-in calls on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so automated text gets sent out to all my clients and it says, uh, go into your app, fill in your online check-in form, which is just something I made up in the Google Drive. Uh, it creates a spreadsheet of them. Um, and then once you've done that, upload your photos and body weight into Trainerize and then click this link. And that's the important one. It's like, click this link to book a call with me on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that link is goes straight through to my, um, you know, I do it through Calendly and yeah. it goes into my Google Calendar and it's linked through Zoom and all that kind of stuff. And it just, um, it, it, it allows the, the client to, to book a phone call or a video call with me um, on that day. And I, I ring them or I sit down and I have a chat with them and we go over things like, you know, it's not just like, hey man, did you have a good week? Did you set a PB? Like how much weight did you lose? That's great. I'm going to ask questions like, like, dude, what did you do this week you're proud of, mm. you know? And it's like, and that's a huge question that, that, that people really respond well to, you know? It's like, because if I'm asking someone what they did that they're proud of, it shows that I actually genuinely care about how they've done that week. It's like, like, cool, man, you're here to lose weight and you're here to build muscle and become fitter and healthier and that. But, but I want to help you succeed in life at the same time. I want to help you change your life. Like, if I can help you get a promotion at work and earn more money, like, I'm going to do that. So what did you do this week you're proud of? You know, like, and it doesn't always have to be fitness related, you know? And then at the end of the call, um, I ask them what they're going to do the following week that's going to make them proud. And then to set a goal for the week, you know, um, and, and again, the goal isn't always fitness related, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the client, like I've got a few bodybuilders and they're always setting like fitness and bodybuilding related goals, but I've got a few lifestyle clients as well, man. And they're just setting goals like, you know, um, you know, like I'm, I'm going to, going to make this many sales at work this week. You know, like I'm, I'm going to do this this week at work or I'm going to do this with my wife this week or I'm going to do this with my kids this week and stuff like that. And it's like creating that really kind of personal feel with your client to make them realize that, you know, you actually give a shit about them and you just don't care about the money. I mean, the money is great, right? But without them knowing that you care, you don't have the money. So making them realize that you actually give a damn about how they succeed, not just in their fitness, but in life was a real game changer for me in my business when it came to things like client retention. Let's take a quick break. Hey, Bar & Girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the 
things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! Love that. Oh, oh, there's a couple things with that. Actually, I'll give it. So uh, there's probably going to be people like that was super inspiring. And I've got a couple quotes that, that I like to go by, which which I think fit in well there. Yeah. But before I do, like there's probably going to be a heap of people listening to this, Simon, that's like, you know what, man, this guy sounds like he's got a good service. I want to work with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> if someone wants to to do your program, what's your best social? Is it your Insta, your Facebook, both? Give them both a plug. Yeah, that Instagram's probably the best for me. So um, it's just semi swole simo. So semi underscore swole underscore simo with two M's um, on Instagram. Um, and I, I kind of picked that man because I saw I saw Joey swole and I was like, man, I love this guy. He's so funny. But he's like, good, isn't he? But but dude, he's swole, right? Yeah. You know? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, this guy's big. I was like, I was like, I like that, but but I'm not as big as that guy. So like, I'm kind of semi swole. So I was like, semi swole simo. Um, and that's when I changed it from Ironclad Fitness to Sandy Swalsimo. Um, and yes, yeah, so that honestly, that's probably the best one to to reach me on. Or um, um, my wife, uh, my wife's Facebook page, uh, Madeline Snacks Fitness, um, is the Facebook page that we run the business from. Um, and that, that's uh, that was that was the Ironclad Fitness page, but we changed it to Madeline Snacks Fitness for marketing purposes. Um, you know, a while ago. Awesome. So oh, they're the two best to get us on. I'll put both of them in the show notes as well. So if you're listening and, and whether you want to work with Simon or whether you just want to follow him because you think he's cool and inspirational, I'll put those links there. Um, yeah, a couple of my favorite quotes that, that tie in well to what you mentioned there. One of my, um, I'll tell you a quick story. So when I first started in the industry, I ran a boot camp and I sucked at it. I was at a franchise. There were like 75 different locations across Australia and New Zealand. Um, and I was ranked dead last, 75th based on retention. You know, how many of your clients came back to your, your next um, round of boot camp, essentially? And I was like, man, and also I was the most educated there because I'm an accredited exercise physiologist. And I thought that's why people are going to train with me because I'm the most educated or because I'm the smartest, right? But obviously not. I was ranked 75 out of 75. And then I went to like a, um, a conference and the speaker shared a quote. And it was like, here's the thing. Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And I was like, man, I've been doing this backwards. And then as soon as I switched that, I was like, okay, you know, let, now let me show if, show my clients how much I care. And that was game changing. And there's a couple of things that there might be people listening to this and being like, oh, that's obvious. You know, of course you, you care. Of course I care about my clients. There's a difference between caring and showing that you care. And there's also different levels of care as well. If every other trainer also cares about their, their clients, what are you doing to care more about your client than that trainer there? Um, and then the other thing you mentioned, so another one of my favorite quotes, a Zig Ziglar quote. I can't remember it word for word, but it's something along the lines of this. You can get anything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. And I like that because I think a lot of um, business people and, and trainers as well, if, if the goal is financial, it's kind of like, all right, cool. You know, I want to make a lot of money. So how can I charge as much as I can? And how can I do as much sales and marketing? And it's very me, 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 me. Uh, but that kind of comes across. If you can kind of flip the switch and be like, all right, cool. You know, if I can just help people get that result there, they're going to pay me a lot of money. And the better result I can get them, the more they're going to pay me. And then the more people I can do that for, 
the more money I'm going to get. And so it's a, the, the end outcome is the same, but it's just a different way of, of going about it. So I love that. Um, I want to be sensitive of your time, Simon. So there's just one question I like to always finish up with, and that's around mentors. You've mentioned a few people um, throughout this call. You've mentioned Brad Shepard. You've mentioned um, ClickFunnels. You've mentioned um, a few others along the way there. So I'm, I'm curious to hear who your biggest mentors have been in your journey. And if you could do this in a few different ways, if you could share like a paid mentor, so someone that you've paid money to and you've done their, their course or their program, an unpaid mentor, so someone that you haven't paid money to, but you follow them on, on social media, their Instagram, their YouTube, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. and a book that you read or you recommend uh, every personal trainer should read if they want to be successful online. Yeah, okay. Let's start with the last one, right? So the book, okay? okay? Um, <clears throat> my, my wife's in the other room now and she's probably listening to this. It's like a book that Simon's read. Like, come on. Like, honestly, man, I don't read books. Okay. Okay. Like, um, you know, I'd love to share like a really cool book with you. Um, a gym manager that I worked with, um, he was amazing at sales. You know, like I could sell ice to an Eskimo sort of thing. He gave me a book and it was a, it's called um, Why by a guy called Simon Sinek. Mm. Right? Um, and it's still on my bedside cabinet 18 months later and I've not even opened it. Um, <laughs> so I'm really like, <laughs> people are like, if you're a personal trainer out there and you want to make it online and you think that you have to read a book, it's like, look, look, if you can read a book, fantastic, go ahead mm. and do it. But, you know, don't beat yourself up about it if you, if you just, books are not your thing. You know, I'm massively a visual person and I will watch um, and talk to people and stuff like that, you know, so... Um, I've had, I've had a lot of paid mentors, bro. Um, I've spent over a hundred thousand dollars in business coaches over the last 10 years. Um, but <clears throat> probably the best paid mentor that I've ever had. And I mentioned him before was Brad Shepard. Um, mm. you know, Brad Shepard and Jason from, um, I believe they now call themselves trainer HQ. Um, you know, like they, I first met those guys at the fitness expo. Um, and they were my first kind of like idea behind, um, how do I actually run a business? You mm -hmm. know, like I honestly didn't learn a lot in the terms of marketing from those guys. And it's not because they're bad at marketing. They're absolutely fantastic at it. Uh, it's because I wanted something that they yet couldn't teach because this was like 10 years ago. I want to do online coaching, you know? Um, but in the ways, in the terms of running an actual business and how to, how to put money away for tax and how to calculate GST and how to know how much super I needed to pay and how to employ someone without, you know, getting taken to court and stuff like that. You know, I learned that from those guys um, over there. And um, another guy that, um, you know, I haven't paid a cent to this guy and I've literally taken all his free stuff, you know, like, and I take all these, every time I take all his free stuff because it's just absolutely golden, right? His name's Dan Suckling. And um, oh, yeah. I saw this guy from, I saw him start, me and him actually started online coaching at about the same time, mm. you know, um, back in like 2016, 2017, we kind of really took a hard graft of it then. And I was following him then when he was doing his like uh, super mums program. And, and I watched him go from like literally nothing to like, you know, like, like near on seven figures with his online yeah. coaching stuff. And uh, um, <clears throat> then he started like during COVID lockdown, he started coaching PTs in how to make a business model, you know, and I've literally taken every single freebie that he's ever given out and I've taken it. But the thing that I did that not everyone else did was I actually used it, you know, mm. I actually sat down there and I put it into place, you know? So if you can, 
you know, like free resources are great, you know, but don't yeah. take everything for free. Like I did pay someone for your for their service as well. But like, you know, if, and, and, you know, take the free stuff, use it. If the stuff's good, you know, like, like, you know, consider giving the coach the, the coins to employ yeah. them because, you know, like they deserve that. They gave that. you that win. Yeah. They gave, they gave you that, you that win. win. Yeah. But I mean, look, I'm good friends with Dan. I stay in contact with him and we have a good banter and stuff like that, you know? Um, and I, I recommend, you know, people to him because I know that he's, he's done a really good, uh, thing for my business as well but yeah i mean that's those are the, the the two people really that that i've taken a lot from mm, well i had dan I, I might get him on again i had him on probably about two years ago so i think he had just kind of or maybe about a year and a half ago yeah. you know he'd kind of i think end of 2020 kind yeah. of thing you know so and now i've seen him on i see his ads on my facebook but for his cash clock cash clock something Academy, i think he's called yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which looked like a sweet deal. The last one yeah. I saw, it was kind of like, "Hey, I'll do all your your Facebook ads. I'll I'll pay for them, and you know, you give me a, a cut or whatever." Which was yeah. which was interesting. Yeah. Um, but hey, let's wrap it up there, Simon. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to, or anything you want to finish us off with? No, I think you asked me everything, bro. Like I was really good. Um, I want to just leave people with the thought of like you know, like you said earlier, don't be that sales hungry guy that is like mm. you know um i need to make this sale to to earn this much and all that kind of stuff there's a guy that i trained with years ago when i was in the army um he's a he's actually a pro strong man lives out in cyprus a greek island he's such a nice guy um he said to me he's like he's like i'm gonna be a millionaire one day and this guy's like he he lived in like this tiny little house. He trained in this tiny little shack with secondhand equipment and he wore shoes with holes in them, you know? And I was like, man, this guy wants to be a millionaire. Does not strike me as the guy that wants to be a millionaire. So I said to him, Clint, what do you mean? And he said, I want to help a million people. Love it. And that was the game changer for me back then. I was still a soldier. It was like, you know, I don't need to focus on earning a million dollars because if I can help a million people, mm. you know, then, then I will get the money because people yep. will, people will come to me because I'm helping them. So yep. be that guy, be the guy that helps, not the guy that takes. Love that. Awesome. All right, Simon, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome, my dude. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.